Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kester Dorowski. And I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are joined by Andrew's brother, John Dorowski. Hello. Uh, today we are covering Minute 26, which starts with Snow White yawning and stretching and it ends with the turtle falling down the stairs. That poor Poor turtle. I love that turtle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to uh, the beginning of a week, John. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, why don't you give some of your uh, bona fides on being a guest here, in addition to being my brother and growing up in the same household that I grew up in? And, you know, I know you're familiar with these uh, Disney movies. Uh, what else do you bring to the table? Right. Well, obviously, similar upbringing where... We saw a lot of the same movies over and over again. Um, not this one, however. Uh, this was one that Disney didn't put out on VHS for quite a few years. It was and vaulted? So, yeah, it was vaulted even when they started the VHS releases. It was one of the last ones they put out. Uh, so that's why we didn't see it as much growing up. I think we never had a VHS. I think we only got it on DVD after they did a DVD release. Now, I'm pretty sure we had a VHS. I don't know if I ever sat down and watched it all the way through, though. This is one of those films where it gets quoted so often, you see scenes from it so often, that you feel like you have you know it without having seen the entire film. That's how yes. I felt a lot with this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it does get quoted often, but a lot of the quotes are quoted incorrectly. I mean, I know we had some on VHS. We had Bambi on VHS. I know we had Sleeping Beauty on VHS. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty was one that got played a lot. I think we had Cinderella, but I'm not sure on that one. It may have, like... No, we had. That we definitely had Cinderella and some version. Okay. But then we got, uh, you know, almost all the Renaissance ones we had handy yeah. all the time. I know we had Dumbo and Pinocchio, but those weren't played as often. There's something weird about those ones, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I understand why we didn't have them on as often. I remember, I think, when I was, like, real little, Dumbo would get put on fairly often like mm -hmm. when i was still not quite in school but everyone else had already you know started going to elementary school at the very least and i think it got put on a bunch and i think i usually kind of like played behind the couch when i was on <laughs> <laughs> for for large stretches of that one yeah well the uh i can see that it m might not be entertaining to a young child yeah, to be yeah, a few years older to begin to get into that narrative. Yeah, uh, um, but some of the other ones, you know, were very easy to to watch at that point. Um, Little Mermaid was, you know, an easy one to have on all the time when it was just me and my sister Kate um, at home for for longer stretches. Um, she got a, a larger vote than I did, <laughs> and so Little Mermaid would go on. I think a lot. I think that one was one of the most frequently played. In my household, it was usually Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. Usually. Beauty and the Beast is so good. Yes. Really looking forward to the remake they have coming out. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, I am a PhD student and doctoral candidate at the University of Louisville, where one of my responsibilities is I teach an intro to film class. And Aha. We, we spend a week discussing animation. And I show a clip from Snow White. So they can get a little sense of the history of animation. Mm -hmm. uh, what clip do you show? 
I tend to go with the hi ho song. Uh huh. Which we uh, get a, a a tiny bit of this week. Yes. Yeah, this week, but most of it was uh, last week with the guests from Lord of the Rings Minute. Yes, and so my field of study is humanities, uh, specifically American popular culture, more specifically comic books and superheroes. Uh, but dealing with American popular culture, a lot of films are involved, and I do have a fascination with animation. So I have done some reading on animation, some studying on that as well. You uh, were the first member of our family to bring um, Miyazaki into the house, Studio Ghibli, yes, I... Spirited, Spirited Away. Yes, I was. To, to, I'd say, pretty successful reception. I would love to do, like... Miyazaki Minute? Yeah. <laughs> it's on our list, sweetheart. <laughs> that I, and Pixar. I, yeah, that, that and Pixar. It's, there's a whole set. But, um, well, Snow White is the first animated um, movies by minute, except that Zootopia exists on YouTube, we've learned. It's not um, as a podcast. It's being thrown through the the YouTube option. Which for us, would that mean we wouldn't be able to do Zootopia? I think we still can. And it's okay. going to be years and years it's away. Be years. So I, I'm not too worried about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, so but, getting to talk about animation is a, is a different thing uh, for yeah. us from what yeah. most of the other movies by minutes people have done. Yes. And if you want the story of how I introduced Spirited Away to the Household... I refer you to the protagonist podcast where we yes. had an episode on that. And I told the story. Yes. There's an episode on spirited away and it's a good, it, it's a good one. It's a good mm-hmm. episode. Um, okay. So we are in this minute 26 of some stretching, some yawning. I had a question. So Snow White finishes last week uh, and she says, you know, all the dwarfs names and, and she ends on sleepy and she says, ah, I'm feeling sleepy myself. What if she had read those names in a different order? Like started with sleepy or something? Yeah, it's like, ah, I'm feeling really grumpy myself. And then she wouldn't have been in bed. (laughs) Actually, if she had gone in reverse order, I think she would have ended on Doc. Yes, I'm feeling really Doc myself. Which, his is the only name that's not an adjective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a little disappointing. (laughs) I mean, it's still a descriptor, but it's, it's not... The same like not really because like you would think that he would be almost like a leader to the dwarfs, but there's we've debated about whether it's him or, or if it's grumpy. grumpy. In in different sequences, it seems to balance out. In this in this week, it definitely seems like Doc. He's yes. telling people what to do, but yeah. um, there are definitely other moments where it's like, okay, Grumpy's taking the lead on this. Yeah, but Grumpy's not the leader type. Yeah. Uh, He's just very opinionated. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Snow White just sprawls out across um, three, three beds. beds. Like, and she just like, like her arms are up and she's just like dropping onto the beds and she just passes out. She, she just, yeah, passes out. I, get, I mean, the cleaning. It's nothing like Goldilocks and the three bears <laughs> where she, well, she doesn't try out each bed. She just lies across the beds. Although... In the Grimm's version, I, the copy I have, um, there's like, some stuff about trying things out. Like she ate some porridge, just a little bit from from each bowl, so that nobody was, you know, completely missing their stuff. Um, and then I can't remember what it was on the bed. John, did you have that one on hand? So one moment here. 
Okay, so and poor child was left alone in the forest. When night fell, she discovered a little cottage and went inside. Snow White was so hungry and so thirsty that she ate a few vegetables and some bread from each little plate and drank a drop of wine from each little cup. She didn't want to take everything away from one of the places. Later, she was so tired that she tried out the beds, but they did not seem to be the right size. The first one was too long, the second too short, but the seventh one was just right, and she stayed in it. Okay, so in the Grimm's version, there's a a Goldilocks moment there. Yeah, and so then the dwarves come in, and they go through uh, each of the little things. Uh, Not that they each go, someone's been eating my plate, someone's been eating my plate. No, they just kind of go through each one saying someone's been using this one thing, and someone's Mm -hmm. been using something, and then the next one says that someone's been doing something else until they get to bed. Which is opposite here. or Very similar, but... Um, it's, it's different here. Yeah, because she she cleans everything. Yeah, and then cleaning goes comes first in the Disney and version. Just falls asleep. Yes, um, and and I I have to ask. Uh, you may have discussed this in a previous minute, but Snow White had a very traumatic day. Oh, uh, we have husband, discussed this traumatic day, right? So yes. Huntsman tried to kill her. She runs through woods. She finds this house. And the first thing she thinks is. Let me go back to cleaning. Is that because she wants a sense of normalcy or we is it a bit discuss, of shock? We didn't discuss that part. We did discuss um, when she's in the clearing in the woods and she goes to singing um, to help cope with the the stress she's felt in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't discuss why she chose to clean once she got to the house. Well, oh, I kind of chalked it up. Was to filthy. Just, yeah, I, but I mostly chalked it up to just she's very polite and if she sees something that's a mess, she'd rather clean it than leave it alone. Yes. But she is naive in saying if I clean, maybe they'll let me stay. Yes. There's also that bargaining chip. (laughs) Yes. So I think there was a bit of shock involved and maybe she needed that sense of normalcy. And And some people, some people find cleaning to be a very therapeutic process. Yes. Um, So it could have been for her, I have something to tidy up. I get a little bit of control of my environment if I clean here. Um, and she's been feeling a lot less control. Yeah. Yes. But obviously after this stressful day, very tired, it needs to go to sleep. So sleepy. Which would probably, I, I mean, I would understand why she would fall asleep so quickly. And well, it seems like this, she falls into a deep, deep sleep. At this period, basically people went to bed when the sun went down and got up when the sun came up. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't staying up and reading into the night. Yeah. So it's, it's legitimately bedtime. Yeah. And then, yeah, after this day, definitely a deep sleep. Um, so the three beds she lays down on are really just already pushed together. That seems inconvenient for the middle dwarf. (laughs) Like whoever's in the middle is like, uh, well, if I have to get up and get a drink or anything in the night, yes, like, this is either not crawl good. Over or go to the foot of the bed and crawl over the. Yeah, they can the climb floor. out the foot of the bed, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe they just cooperate. Cooperate and sleep. And sleep. Right, so <laughs> you're just stuck. Which, which one had the bed by itself? Was that Doc? Uh, Doc I think yeah, Doc's Doc was, uh, yeah, a little bit at an angle from the others and was offset. Mm-hmm. All right, so then in the middle would have been 
on one side sneezy and on the other side bashful. Yes, Bashful's not going to say anything. Yes. Um, sneezy. I don't know why you put sneezy know. in the middle. Yeah, you'd think you'd want him to be able to get out in case things got going. If his, if his hay fever started acting up. <laughs> yes. That's in a few minutes. That's um, like okay, I get well, really tense when the bird puts out the candle. <laughs> With the singed butt? Yeah, it just like drops its tail on there. I'm like, no, no. you're not going to be able to fly ever again. <laughs> no, that's not how it happens, bird. But it like it works out okay. But every time, I'm just like, oh. At first, at first, I could I didn't remember this moment. So the first time I saw it, um, as I was preparing for this week, mm-hmm. um, at first I was like, is he going to flap that? Flame? That's what I was expecting because to that happen. is just gonna like give more oxygen in, to the, the fire. And I well, if you it do would, it just right, it'll, it would you know, go puff it away. Out. But then he then it just like sits on it. He sits on it. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not okay. No. Um, yeah. But then the team of birds lifting the sheet, good coordination, setting a mm-hmm. precedent for birds carrying sheets in later Disney films. Yes. <laughs> and now, fabric. These birds look different than the ones at the castle, not just because you had doves and bluebirds. Yes. Uh, We've talked about like um, some of the animation style for not Snow White herself, but the animals in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the animals even look different from the scene in the clearing to when they're working in the house. Yes. However, that little bluebird and its parents mm-hmm. that she saw before the huntsman killed her does continue to follow her throughout the entirety of the film. Yes. So some of them are definitely the same animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say it was just a different um, animation team that was working on these different sequences. Oh, so I there's per- a little bit of animation uh, non-continuity. I completely agree that there's likely this non-continuity, as you say. But could it also be a sign of the hero's journey that she's left her normal world and entered a supernatural world? Did I think we that talk works. a little bit about that last week? I don't think we phrased it as that precisely, but um, I think something like that has come up. I think that's, I don't know if it's definitely um, that, you know, I, I think that's a, a legitimate way to read it and a good way to take it because Animals in the floor in the forest weren't cleaning at all, and then when they get to the point where they're cleaning, this is a different kind of environment. I mean, the doves weren't helping her clean, and they are animated just a little differently because, like, they had specific um, movements to their joints back in the clearing. But yes. then we saw as they were entering the house, like the the deer lost all, um, yes, like knee movement. Yeah, their their knees were a little. It was more funky. of the animation for the silly symphonies. Well, yes. I did a, a little reading up on this, uh, and so this information comes from a book called "A New History of Animation" by Maureen Furness. Ooh, uh, I like and, the sound of that. <laughs> and there, she talked about uh, some of the animation process, and for Snow White, they had uh, someone come in. Uh, here is the name is the the, the Ma- physical Marjorie. references. Yeah, Marjorie Bletcher performed Snow White's role so that they had the reference. Yeah, her um, name's also in some records as um, Marge, Marge Champion, Champion. Mm-hmm. from Marriage and stuff. Yeah, she changed her name later. So we've we've referenced her um, 
a bit as the as the as Snow White reference. She was also the reference for Alice for Alice in Wonderland. Okay, yeah. So this wasn't this wasn't a rotoscope where you film someone and draw over it. They just had the reference, right? But uh, so that principal animator has a great name, Grim Natwick. <laughs> so he was the principal animator for Snow. Yes, Snow White himself. I I don't know why his parents decided to name him Grim, but. But it's it works name. so well. Yeah, it works with that last name really well. Um, but with the dwarves, you don't have reference. And so part of what Disney... Or at was, least not the same kinds of reference. They had, you know, some comical references to work from, but much more vague. Well, they're working on a slightly different tradition at this point, uh, where Disney, beginning in 1930, worked on developing what's now called the Disney style which involved both a lot of pre-production and education for the animators on movement, but also that uh, what it's what they call creating visual personality. Uh, and so that's showing what the characters are feeling rather than focusing on realistic motion. Mm-hmm. So I think you see a little bit of this with the animals, but we could really uh, talk about that with the dwarves because right, they're and- all, all about personality. This Disney style where they're doing a lot of like the educating the animators before they even start working mm-hmm. is the same sort of stuff that I saw a lot of features about for like the Lion King. Um, they would bring animals in, lions and meerkats and, and things. They'd bring them in for the animators to kind of interact with and observe and do sketches of so that yeah. when they get to actually animating, they have the familiar familiarity. Yeah. So, uh, did you talk any about the um, beds themselves last week? Uh, a little bit. Just uh, notes about the the, um, the the motifs that were going into it. A lot of rabbit motifs on all the beds. Yeah. So I took a close look at this, trying to figure out if there was any meaning behind it. Because mm-hmm, um, the rest of the house is there's a lot of owls. owls. Is almost yeah. all the owls. The yeah. The steps had owl faces. Grumpy has an owl face on his bed mm-hmm. with uh, mm-hmm. his name in a scroll. And Doc, Doc doesn't have anything. He has like no, a, his, a very got, plain bed. His is just an oval with his name in it. You also have a lot of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happy has a squirrel with a squirrel. Sneezy, a butterfly and two rabbits. Dopey, huh. a scroll and two rabbits. Bashful, two rabbits. And I find this one intriguing. Sleepy. Has a leaping rabbit. Yeah, his was the only one in in action. Yeah, so that, I find that uh, maybe a little bit of a joke that they put in there of having Sleepy have the one with the action on it. Yeah, I would buy that. I'm intrigued about Sneezy with the butterfly um, being in there. Yeah, because mm. I hadn't noticed that one. Yeah, I, yeah, and so I, I do. I am curious if there's deeper meanings on these, if there's any sort of symbolism, but. Uh, Obviously, you also have these repeated motifs and don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about the queen, her throne has a peacock, peacock motif. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had like comparison of that to the owl motif for the dwarfs. So bird symbolism. Yeah. And, and Snow White definitely had um, doves around her at the castle and now bluebirds particularly um, since she's been in the forest. Mm-hmm. So there's a, think- definitely a lot of bird stuff going on. Yeah, I think that a peacock and owl motif has an interesting dynamic. If you go 
really back into like Greek mythology. I know you spoke about the uh, Zodiac on the mirror before, mm-hmm. um, but the queen having a peacock, which is Juno or Hera, uh, depending on if you want Roman or Greek. Uh, the, right. But she's the goddess of the home, and the queen is actually kind of going against that, though Juno was also vain. Uh, we should right. say that. But then Al is uh, Athena, the goddess of wisdom. Right. So I don't know if they if they were going that direction, if it has that meaning, but it's interesting yeah, to ponder. I don't know, but I, I'm going to keep paying attention it, yeah. to, you know, the bird motifs that we see. Because mm-hmm. we, we did notice that there was a lot of owl motifs in the house, but then there was a couple of moments during the song when it changed to a um, lot of human, human, human faces. faces. Like in the one of the chairs looks like Sneezy's face, and, and one of the faucets, or yeah. the faucet has yeah, the faucet, a, yeah. and the and the door to the bedroom has a dwarf in the mm-hmm. metalwork. But mostly, it's owl motifs. Right. So, Andrew, you've done some woodworking. Yes. Have you have you done any carving like that? Um, not successfully. <laughs> but he was saying that he he. I would love, love to. to I, I, like I, I think having a bed frame. That's carved like that would be so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, but no, I've, no, I've never executed um, carving like that. It's a different element of woodworking than I've done. Right. So no long, how, no idea how long that might take. Um, for someone who's really good at it, especially on the owls, like on the edges of the steps and things like that, mm-hmm. it seems to be fairly straightforward. I would suspect that someone who's really good at it and knows what they're doing could probably do one of those in less than an hour for sure maybe in as little as 15 or 10 minutes what about wow. like on the the like the more detailed ones more detailed ones are just going to take longer but um i've i've watched a lot of things that you know when someone's good at carving and has the right tools they can you know turn a little block of wood into a bear figurine in a day very easily mm-hmm. well if the dwarves each carved their own bed, uh, or there's uh, little symbols on the bed, I'd say that most of them could probably do the carving. I'm not sure about Doc. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And we don't know for sure that this home was built for them or by them. Yeah, I was going to get into that in a little bit. Okay, well, then we'll come back to that. Do you have anything else that needs to happen this minute? Uh. Are, is this going to include the animals getting into bed? Uh, yes, most of them settling in with the rabbits with their feet sticking out. Right, so they start getting out of bed. Yeah, and, and they start to um, they get startled by the same. Okay, so two things on that then. Uh, so Snow White gets into bed, and the animals follow her example. Why? What's up with that? Why would the animals think, oh, we could just get into bed too? Well, she has somehow enchanted these animals uh it started all the way back in the in the forest when she started singing and they just like got calm and they came back to her when otherwise they had been completely spooked by her so somehow she has mastered the animals yeah but if she's mastered the animals why would they then think oh we can just get into bed instead of curl up on the floor like they would in the forest that I don't know. Maybe they've just become comfortable in the home from all the cleaning. And probably they feel something a, to do with them just 
following Snow White. Yeah. Um, so her orders and her, her example. example. Yeah. Her yeah. Because they've been following her orders and maybe they also have like a sense of ownership about this home now that they've cleaned it. <laughs> um, like this I is, this see- is our home now. Yeah. I could see that sense of ownership, but then they hear the dwarves coming and So they get up. How long were they resting there? Not very long. <laughs> a few seconds. Snow White is asleep, but the animals had barely gotten settled. I'm, well, I'm amazed cons- that she was able to like be asleep. Okay, all right. So considering we're talking about one minute here, it includes both of them settling down and getting back and, up. And with the you. only, and the only cut is to the turtle climbing the stairs, which we can think was probably kind of a continuous shot that was all happening from in from the, same the previous timeline. minute. Yeah. So it's all the same yeah. timeline. They're like laying down and getting up in like in thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, I'd say very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, is that it for this minute? Uh, that is all I have for this minute. Yeah. Then we'll be back tomorrow with more of Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Uh, you can find some of our stuff at protagonistpodcast.com slash dame, and soon enough we will be getting a Facebook presence. We think. There has been talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That. There's <laughs> been some requests for it, so we're going to get get to work on that. Uh, but otherwise, you can find us here again tomorrow. But until then, just whistle while you work. <laughs> <laughs>